0: This episode of Earl Grey is brought to you by Audible.com, offering more than 150,000 titles for iPhone, iPad, and iPod, Android, Kindle, Windows Phone, plus Mac or PC. To get a free audiobook of your choice, visit audibletrial.com trekfm. Hey,
1: everyone. I'm Rod Roddenberry, and you're listening to Trek FM.
2: Earl Grey hot.
3: It's
4: time for another serving of Earl Grey, our dedicated TNG show. I'm Philip Gilfus sitting in the center chair this week. For 100 episodes, either myself or one of my two great co-hosts have given that greeting to you, our listeners. We then follow up by introducing our co-host in various next-generation role-playing roles, improvising bits to foreshadow our show topic for the week, sometimes successfully. In celebration of this, our 100th episode, today's entire show is going to be an Earl Gray, the next-generation role-playing game that we lovingly refer to as EG, TNG, RPG. And so allow me... As always, to introduce my two wonderful co-hosts, and they'll talk about the characters that they'll be playing today here on the flagship NCC-1701D. So down in the astrometrics lab is Daniel Pru. Daniel, tell us a little bit about your character.
0: Absolutely. So when I was creating this character, you know what, I mean, I know our listeners know that I love blue shirts and how underutilized they are in the next generation, so I thought what would be even better than a blue shirt? A blue alien wearing a blue shirt. So I, uh, I, and and of course, we only get just a brief glimpse of the Andorians once on TNG. So I thought my character would be an Andorian. So my character is an Andorian scientist by the name of Thovin, uh, who uh, he has transferred to the Enterprise and works in the astrometrics lab.
4: All right. Very good. And over in the main shuttle bay, which we totally saw in the show, is Darren Moser. Now, Darren, introduce your character for our listeners.
5: Yeah, my character is also blue. I'm a Bolian, and my character name is Heg, and I've been working my way as a gold shirt. I enjoy lots of shuttles and shuttle bays, I'm I some say I'm a workaholic but you know it's 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 just such, I mean it takes up like a deck Philip I mean it's a whole deck you know that takes a lot it takes a lot of a lot of work but uh yeah but it's a lot of fun I you know both uh Daniel's character and I joined joined up at the same time and you know who would have thought we're bunk mates it's it's great you you could almost fit a brewery in that main shuttle bay I think Oh, gosh, no, it's a, I think that's a different classification of ship Oh, there. sorry. sorry. Yeah.
4: <laughs> for those unfamiliar with role-playing games, um, I'll be the narrator, otherwise known as the GM, for the show, and I'll be describing the story, action, scenes, maybe even playing various characters, while Dar- Darren Daniels' characters, if I can always remember their names, which I always sometimes can't, work their way through the episode. And on occasion, they'll have to make some dice rolls to see if they can successfully accomplish various tasks. And... Along the way, they may encounter some familiar voices from the Trek.fm network. And for those curious, those technical nerds out there, I and mean, I'm one of them, I'm using the last unicorn version of the Star Trek The Next Generation RPG. So, let's see what's out there. Last time on Star Trek The Next Generation.
6: We will have to move quickly
7: if we are to be successful. Successful? Yes. In preventing a Klingon civil war
3: i would speak with you i do not hear the words of traitors it was duras's father who betrayed our
8: people to the romulans at Kidamur, not mine we have discovered that our brother did indeed have a son and heir follow me
1: and i will show you honor
6: your blood will paint the way to the future
7: If we go to the aid of the Bortas, we'll be dragging the Federation into a Klingon civil war. You both fought as warriors. I return your family honor. Mr. Wolf, your responsibilities as a Starfleet officer are incompatible with remaining on board a Klingon ship during a
2: time of war. Then I resign my commission as a Starfleet officer.
7: Picard has rejected Gowron's plea for help. The Enterprise has left orbit.
8: We should not discount Jean-Louis Picard yet. He is human. And humans have a way of showing up when you least expect them.
3: And now, the conclusion.
4: We're gonna start with you, Heg. You find yourself... In a dark room, um, can't see anything. You hear what sounds like muffled sounds coming from above. Um, as you try to lift your arms, you notice that you're restrained by the wrists. Um, and I'm it's on sm- a table
5: in a dark room. Okay, that <laughs> that can't be good. There's no clicking though. Um, oh god, it it it,
4: it 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 does sound like footsteps above you. Like, and there's this sort of creaking sound, and. You also notice that you're almost having problems uh, holding yourself straight. You
5: almost feel like you're going back and forth. So I'm rocking. Yeah. Okay, would it feel almost like I'm in a torpedo tube?
4: <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit. And, and, and you're really trying to figure out, you know, get your bearings, when suddenly you hear a booming voice say, Bring out the prisoner! The door opens up, and uh, above you there's like a hatch... And the light is sort of blinding you, and you sort of manage to uh, adjust um, to, to, to the light. And, and, as, and It's very you, bright. It's very you bright. Veer, you feel a, a, a hand grab you and pull you up, and it appears to be the short figure. And, and his face suddenly blocks the sun, and you recognize it as your favorite commanding officer, uh, Lieutenant Fwax. Who, um, for those who don't know... <laughs> There's a nice Tellerite. big air
5: quotes around that favorite, just so you know. <laughs> for
4: those who don't know, is the, is the Tellarite who runs the main shuttle bay, uh, who is Hegg's uh, 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 commanding officer. And, and he pulls you out gruffly, um, and as your eyes adjust, you look around and you see... I'm on a boat! <laughs> <laughs> uh, around you, you are on the holographic re- recreation of the HMS Enterprise you are surrounded by your uh, shipmates. Um, you see uh, your your roommate, uh, Lieutenant Junior Grade Thovin, who was recently promoted uh, two weeks ago. Um, you see uh, Lieutenant um, Dume and, and, and Lieutenant uh, Dasora and, and everyone else. Um, you see Commander Riker, um, Captain Picard, all your shipmates are, are right there. Um, and as you're trying to take this all in... Um, you suddenly notice that Captain Picard is staring at
7: you, and he says to you, Ensign Hegg, I know you always this I would come. Are you prepared to answer the charges? And Lieutenant Flax grabs your arm
4: again and says, Answer him! <laughs> I am ready to face the charges. Uh, Commander Riker pulls a scroll out, opens it up, and then he
2: says, We, the officers and crew of the Enterprise, being of sound mind and judgment do hereby make the following charges against Ensign Haig. One, that he did knowingly and willfully perform above and beyond the call of duty on countless occasions. Two, most seriously, that he has earned the admiration
4: and respect of the entire crew. And then uh, as Commander Riker rolls up the scroll, Captain Picard looks at you and says,
7: Ensign Haig, I hereby promote you to the rank of lieutenant, junior grade, with all the rights and privileges there too. Congratulations, Lieutenant Heg.
4: And Captain Picard walks up to you as uh, Lieutenant Fjacks takes the shackles off your wrist, and Captain Picard
5: extends his arm to you or hand to you. I accept the arm in friendship and shake it with a firm, uh, Bolian shake.
4: As your, as your shipmates crowd around you in excitement, um, everyone's sort of patting you on the back and shaking your hand and all that. Um, you, one thing that catches your eye is that Commander Riker is the only person who hasn't moved. Um, he kind of looks at you. There's kind of a twinkle in his eye and gives, <laughs> gives kind of a half smile. And then he says, Extend the plank. Lower the badge of office. Uh, you see sort of the holographic crew extending a plank of the ship and suddenly your your friends and shipmates who have sort of been congratulating you are now pushing you towards the plank
5: okay let's see i'm gonna need some fitness skills coming up real soon i'm sensing i walk out to the end of the end of the plank
4: and above you um on on a pulley is lowered uh your badge of office um and it's being lowered and it is is, is it is a it pip
5: t- am i gonna have to like with tweezers jump up and grab the pi- oh Okay. Cause that would be really hard.
4: It's about I don't know th- three to four meters above you. So everyone is now cheering you on and calling your name. Hegg, 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 heg.
5: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump for it.
4: All right, go ahead. Roll. Four. You have an athletics of. I'm doing this as if I memorized it too. All right, so that's a six. Okay, so you uh you squat down, jump up in your best Bolian jump ever. Which, you know, as a bullion, I mean, you're know, you not really the tallest. I mean, we're
5: not natural jumpers, I'm just going to say.
4: And, you, and, you, and you're not the tallest I, I if, if person on the ship. So um, your your fingers, um, if they were probably two meters longer, maybe would have brushed <laughs> that thing. Um, and so y- whatever you're feeling at that arc, you're now feeling as you fall down and splash into the uh. ocean. <laughs> I hope, how's your swimming, by the way? I don't know if you have... And do I even have swimming? <laughs> <laughs> While we're figuring that out, let's go to thoven what, what are you doing during all this?
0: Uh, well, I, at this point, I'm laughing hysterically.
4: All right. As you're laughing, um, Lieutenant Commander Tuller, your commanding officer, comes up to you, who's a Vulcan, for those who don't know, um, the head of Stellar Sciences, uh, she, and uh, she comes up to you. Um, of course, she, she's leaving, getting ready to transfer to the Farragut, um, and, and she comes up to you and says... Uh, Lieutenant, I will never understand the human fascination with rituals evolving humiliation.
0: Well, uh, you know, I guess I should remind you for the 15th time that I am not human either, so uh, I, I would not not be the first person to explain those things to you.
4: And yet you laugh, her eyebrow arches.
0: Yeah, well, seeing that uh, that, that pudgy little guy fall into the water is pretty funny.
4: Now, I understand with both me transferring off and the recent departure of your assistant petty officer mitchell to starfleet academy to pursue her commission there you are extremely short-handed but as Andorians are sometimes prone to worry you do not need to do such because your new commanding officer is here at the ceremony today
6: hey bro what's going on
4: um you're, you're looking around um to see where the source of that voice is um, and you don't see where that voice is coming from. Uh, who, who said that? Um, well, well, how's, how's your antenna, Ovin? They, they, are they're working pretty well? Of course, they're always working at peak performance. Okay, um, it's telling you you should probably look over the deck of the ship.
6: Down here!
4: <laughs> Dude! Okay. Um, okay, right now, heg, as you 're trying to get near the ship, suddenly you feel this 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 uh, something pass by you in the water. Something just touched me and if you didn 't know better <laughs> sorry, dude. You, you would swear it is a dolphin wearing a blue shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Guys, you're not going to believe what's down here in the ocean.
6: (laughs) It's just me, Lieutenant Commander Flipper. I do believe we have met, okay? (laughs) Like, all right. So, Lieutenant Junior Grade Thoven, I'm going to be your new boss, all right? And listen, I'm all about just sitting back, enjoying the warm water, having a good time. Peace be with you, all right? But you do have to do some work. Alright, so... I I want it to be as much of a party as possible, but occasionally I'm going to have to make you do things you don't want to do, and we're going to have... We're not going to have a good time. That's why we just got to enjoy ourselves when we do have the good times. Some sweet waves and a cool buzz will be great. Man, just getting close to you, though, the water gets colder. I don't understand you Andorians and your
0: your tendency to ice. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. I have a question for you. If I want to address you, like, uh, do I have to come down here uh, and pull up uh, the Waterworld program? Or or oh, how no, do I get no. in touch with you? I mean,
6: I'm in the water whenever possible because I love the waves. But the thing is, is I've got a nice little portable water tank that I can take with me anywhere because occasionally I got to go to the bridge and stuff, you know, so it's cool. Plus, I've got my quarters uh, just ring the bell and uh, it'll, it'll automatically open. I mean, I'll just be in my tank.
0: If 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 I ring the bell, will you expect like a mackerel or or something? A what? <laughs> Some sort of fishy treat oh. <laughs> out of a bucket, I would imagine. Is, Dude, is the one?
6: replicator handles my tuna just fine.
4: <laughs> Thovin, you're not sure, um, only because of your uh, Andorian senses, but you swear you hear, as Talur, Commander Tolar is moving across the other side of the ship, you hear her mutter, It's a match made in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He, yeah, you, you've been pulled out uh, of the water. Um, Holographic uh,
5: water is just as wet as I imagined
4: (laughs) And then um, Suddenly you hear Bridge to holodeck 2 Picard here Captain Picard looks up in consternation Captain Picard A Romulan vessel has been detected By long range sensors on approach They're not answering our hails Captain Picard Gives Commander Riker a look and nods Commander Riker then says Red alert Senior officers, report to the bridge.
7: I'm sorry, Mr. Heg. It appears we'll have to cut the festivities short. Crew to battle stations.
4: And then suddenly the you hear the red alerts, the door arch opens of the holodeck, everyone starts exiting out in orderly fashion. Uh, Heg, Lieutenant Heg, Lieutenant Flax comes up to you and says, Don't show up to your battle station duty all wet and throws a towel at you <laughs> and then walks out.
5: Uh, he, really, he really likes me, I, I can tell I'm growing on him
4: <laughs> Alright, so uh, time passes and of course we do our Captain's Log
7: Captain's Log, stardate 4499.2 The Enterprise has detected a damaged Romulan science vessel near Klingon space the Sensors revealed that there are no survivors from what appears to be a warp engine plasma explosion It seems a mystery, not only what caused the explosion but also what the ship is doing so near the Klingon sector, especially while the Empire finds itself plunged into a civil war. I've ordered Commander Riker to assemble an away team to beam over to investigate the Romulan ship.
4: The Thoven and Heg, you find yourselves in the observation lounge, about two hours later you've been summoned there by Commander Riker to participate in the away team, so it's the two of you alone in the observation lounge.
5: I finally got all that water out of my ears. Ugh. Just, they have to do that every time. Every time.
0: Yeah, well, maybe you should, you know, hit the Ambo Jitsu room for a few uh, rounds uh, before you get promoted again next time, bud.
5: You know I'm a Phaser Dots guy, okay? It's, you know, any any sport you can do, you know, while sitting down.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get that's where you're at, but uh, you just make a complete fool of yourself every time this happens. Every
5: time it happens, I've only been promoted once. <laughs>
4: well, it still stands. All right, as y'all are talking, the doors open, and in walks in a crewman uh, wearing you know yellow, an engineering crewman. Um, I'm not sure if y'all know him or not, but he walks in and kind of gives you a glance.
1: Hi, gentlemen. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, uh, crewman Kyle. Uh, nice to 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 be here in. Is this really the Observation Lounge? I've, I've heard about it, but never been in it.
5: Yeah, it's uh, about as close to the bridge as you can get with, uh, without actually being there. I,
1: I know. I was on the bridge for a few seconds to, like, walk in here, and it was so <laughs> cool. Like, I, I, I've, not, I've not had an opportunity to do that, because everyone else takes, takes credit for things, and I never get to come to the
5: bridge. I'm uh, Lieutenant Junior Grade uh, Haig. Uh, are you are you newly on the Enterprise? I've I've been on a, a couple years now.
1: Uh, when that when that old Doctor Lady left, like uh, I came on, like so. What I'm what I'm understanding is that like 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 because we don't have money, like they 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 have to trade, and and she was worth uh, more points than that redhead. So when I traded back in on to the enterprise uh, uh, I had to come to to balance out the the points for for the old lady. I
0: I do believe that someone would have told you that. Very good. <laughs> so you, you you are the the uh you know leave a penny take a penny uh, of of the personnel transfers. I'm, I'm, transfer, I'm the spare change that pretty that much, yeah.
1: <laughs> I've been working in engineering for the last couple of years and then you know, all the you know, chief engineer finally get one stable one, <laughs> and turns out that he takes credit for everything. Oh my god, everything!
0: Well, it, I'm yeah. Are you the one that uh, that spilled no, hot chocolate but, on the cap? No,
5: jeez, that was. We, that, we all heard about that. I mean, no, boy, would that, that have was been that, embarrassing? That was that girl. I don't even remember her name. It sounds like you guys are really close down there in engineering.
4: As y'all are talking, the doors open up, and in comes in. If you've never seen this before, I'm not sure I know how to describe it well enough. Um, an encounter suit, that's the mother of all encounter suits, in walks in, Lieutenant Commander Flipper. L- Lieutenant? What's
6: up, dudes? How's it going? I'd,
5: I'd offer you a chair, but
4: I'd... Uh, yeah, not uh, necessary. Yeah. I'll
6: slide in right here. Yeah. <laughs> So okay, who's the nervous dude?
5: Oh, this is our I, new. I uh, just need
6: to relax.
5: Yeah.
1: I have just I officers. Hi. <laughs> hi.
6: All right. Uh, do you need to see the doctor for I don't know a tranquilizer or something no, before I'm, we do I'm this good. thing? I'm good. I'm good. Are I'm you good. sure? Oh, I'm fine.
4: I'm fine. <laughs> In walks in Commander Riker storming through, <gasps> followed, followed about two steps behind by Lieutenant Commander Geordi LaForge. <gasps> all right, everyone. Gentlemen, take a seat. Kyle, I said take a seat.
2: Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. Yes, sir.
6: Dude, it's so tight.
2: Now, as you all know, we've encountered a damaged Romulan science vessel. It's a bit too close to Klingon space. As you know, the Klingons are entrenched in a civil war. We need to beam aboard and figure out if the Romulans are getting involved in the conflict. Commander Flipper, you'll be with me. Yes, sir. Haig, you'll try to access the main computer. Yes, sir. Kyle, your job is to restore main power so Thoven can access the rest of the ship's systems. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. One sir is enough. Yes, sir. The captain wants us to access as many logs as we can while
4: we're there, so we'll need each of you to do your part. Jordy. The floor is yours. Manuel Ford sort of nods at Riker and goes to his PowerPoint screen. I mean, he goes to the the main screen of the the observation lounge. Kyle kind of glares at his back when his back
1: is
8: turned. Commander, our short-range scans have determined that the Romulan science vessel was damaged by some sort of plasma explosion in their starboard engine. Over 47% of the ship is either exposed to space due to hull breaches or is being flooded with theta radiation from the ship's damaged warp manifolds. The best place for the away team to transport is right here, in the engineering section. You'll have access to all primary and secondary ship systems. Emergency power and life support are still functioning here, and in nearby sections.
2: What about any Romulan survivors? I don't want any surprises down there.
8: We haven't picked up any Romulan life signs, but Commander, with the amount of radiation spilling from this ship, I don't know how much I would trust that. Crewman Kyle... I need you to concentrate on repairing main power, or worst case, establishing auxiliary power. That should give the science team access to the main computer.
2: Yes, sir. All right, everyone, I want this clean, and by the book, are there any questions?
1: Will, 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 will Mr. LaForge rejoining joining
4: us? Uh, no, it'll just be us. It's about time.
1: I mean, yes,
4: yes, sir. Commander LaForge kind of, like, raises a finger at you for a moment and then sees Commander Riker, puts it down, and you, if, if you didn't know better, you could hear him mouth the word, later.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Commander, is there going to be any issues with uh, Commander Flipper's anti-gravity unit with that much radiation on board?
2: No, the uh, hamster ball-like uh, device that she's in uh, should be able to protect her from the radiation.
6: Dude, I'm going to be fine. I got this.
1: So can we all have one of those hamster ball things?
2: Uh, no, those are just designated for the dolphin crew. Oh, okay. I've told you this
5: before.
6: Cetacean ops only, man. <laughs> <laughs>
8: uh, no, no further questions, Commander.
5: All
4: right. Uh, Commander LeForge takes a step forward and he says,
8: One last thing. I wouldn't put it past the Romulans to have systems in place to prevent any uninvited visitors. I'd watch my step if I were you, or at least be prepared to barrel roll out of trouble.
4: And so uh, with that, the, the scene ends. Uh, you all eventually you know, get all your uh, away team equipment, all the necessary things. You go to transporter room two, Picturing a nice montage of us equipping. So you all go to the transporter room um, and you beam over to the Romulan ship.
5: I think the Romulans left their music playing. It's really spooky over here. <laughs> <laughs> you, the, the, you, you're in the main engineering
4: section. Um, it's only emergency power. Some consoles flicker with with display light. Others are are completely dark. There's sort of this green haze of smoke slightly throughout the area. Um, I assume you all have your palm beacons out. Um, uh, Lieutenant Commander Flipper, you sort of have your... I can't. I can't get mine to come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lieutenant Commander Flipper, I'm sure you have your own apparatus of of, of b- torch on your on your uh flipper apparatus.
6: I've got uh, diagnostics coming through in my tank, it's cool.
4: Alright. So uh you don't see any uh any Romulans, um but but there you are. I can't believe on a modern away mission.
1: Finally, Jordy didn't come himself. I mean Commander LaForge.
5: I give a sideways glance to Thoven, like, you know, it's gonna be one of those missions, isn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've we've had these
6: missions before.
5: <laughs> yes, we we always get the special crew on our on our missions.
6: <laughs> this is not cool, guys. It is so nice zen. these Romulans are always so mysterious and I just don't feel good about this, guys.
5: Well, let's do what we came to do and get out of here as fast as possible.
4: Commander Riker sort of arches his eyebrow at your Lieutenant Junior ness taking charge. Um, and then he, <laughs> he steps forward and, and seems to, after, you know, uh, taking his beacon all across the scene and, and not seeing any Romulan bodies, he kind of gathers you all up and, and gives you your orders. All right. Commander Flipper, we'll set up a command point in
2: engineering. Haig, you'll lead beta team. Get used to it. Soven and Kyle, will be with you. Find the auxiliary power and get the rest of the ship's systems up and running. While you're at it, see if one of you can get the warp manifold to stop leaking. Check in in 15 minutes.
4: Aye, sir. All right, man. Sir. So uh, Lieutenant Commander Flipper and Commander Riker start uh, trying to see if they can get the, the display systems there and
5: engineering to work. With all the gusto of a newly minted Lieutenant Junior Grade Beta Team Leader... <laughs> I, I rally my team. <clears throat> okay, guys. Well, I think the terminal for whatever the heck we were supposed to do is somewhere over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So
4: so, you, so, so, so you're so you're walking, Lieutenant Haig? Are you leading your team?
5: Yes, I'm leading them towards the uh, auxiliary terminal. Oh, that's yes. very loosely
0: leading us because I am the same rank. You know, not a not a uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
5: Well, you know. It's which who did Commander Riker tell was you know? I mean, <laughs> just
0: let's just go. Let's just go. And I mean, my I pips mission. are a little shinier, a little newer.
5: I'm just saying.
1: Kyle, Kyle's like raising his you hand can, as <laughs> they fight. <Kyle>, so <laughs> you
5: don't you don't need to raise your hand.
1: Just just tell me what you want. Why are either of you in charge? <laughs> this is an engineering mission.
5: I mean, don't you work on shuttlecraft? Yes, and we're in a big shuttle. Basically, all ships are big shuttles. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
4: Uh, as your team is walking by,
5: Crewman um, Kyle,
4: I'm, I'm going to assume you're you're the last in this line of three. Yes, yes, he is um, the last. Um, as you all are passing a room, um, are, are you kind of looking around, Crewman?
1: Yeah, uh, okay. kind of nervous, making sure that Jordy's not beaming behind him to take over and take credit okay. for everything.
4: <laughs> You'll notice that you just passed a room marked auxiliary power. Oh.
1: Sirs, right? Yes. Sirs? Yes, Kyle. This,
4: this th- I found auxiliary
1: power. It's over here. Good job.
0: How do you? How can you read Romulan? I don't
4: know. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, I try to access the door. Door opens. Uh, you that was walk, easy. <laughs> you, you walk inside. Ta da! Um, you win. Another
1: promotion. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean,
5: <laughs> I mean. I try to open the door.
4: <laughs> all right, are you all are you, are you just charging in, Lieutenant Pegg or are you? Uh,
0: using I got your my palm beacon, beacon and he's I He's in charge. He's in charge. Oh yeah, beacon, is just, Jones.
5: <laughs> I have my palm beacon. I'm, you know, cautiously with all the wisdom of rank, taking you know step <laughs> by step into the room.
4: All right, you you walk into this room, um, and it it looks like almost a smaller version of the engineering section. Um, again, it's kind of this green haze is everywhere. Um, you, you, you don't smell anything. You're not coughing or anything. It's just noticeable. Um, again, emergency power everywhere. Some things are flickering. Um, basically, in front of you is sort of like this big display. Like if, if you, you know, it's kind of like your main engineering on the Enterprise, but a little bit smaller than that. Um, on the right is this sort of big diagram, just like in the main engineering of the Enterprise, because, of course, it's a Romulan one. It's a little bit smaller. And, of course, it, the lights, you can't really see much. Um, on your left looks like a little unit again if you're going to do it off Federation it looks like it could be some sort of replicating unit you're not sure and then at the very front of the room um, is sort of this really big panel um, and, and are you have you walked into the room or are you still palm beating it like a boss
5: I'm bombing it like a pump. Okay.
4: Um, Your light, sort of as, as it's sweeping over, you're noticing all these things about the room. And then, of course, it's you, more dramatic, though. And way. then, of course, you notice the three Romulan bodies on the ground.
5: Oh, dear
4: Lord. Was it a bulkhead? Was it a bulkhead? They always fall on
1: people. I don't understand why there are bulkheads on a ship that fall over, but
4: hey, you know, it <laughs> happens. So you said they're crushed under a bulkhead, Philip? No, I did not say that. I just said there are three Romulan bodies on the ground. I asked if Oh, it was on a the bulkhead.
5: ground. <laughs> okay. Oven, let Commander Riker know we've encountered some Romulan bodies. I'll check their life signs. Uh Kyle, see if you can get us out of emergency power. Yes, sir. And I head over to scan the Romulan bodies with my tricorder. they, dead. they <laughs> did. They <laughs> did.
4: Uh, looks like plasma burns for: Oven they did <laughs>
5: for both of them. It looks like
4: all three died, um, basically. There's some slight radiation, uh, but nothing dangerous in the room, but it looks like they all have various sort of burns covering them, um, as if there was like explosion. If, if, if you could guess, you would assume um, that probably the various panels they were working at in the room
5: overloaded um,
4: and exploded in their face.
5: Well, I mean, they don't build their bookheads out of rocks like we do, but it still probably would have been devastating for these things to blow up. Mm
4: -hmm. Now, Thovin, did you actually do what he said, or...? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I will, uh... uh, He was just waiting
5: for a pause in the conversation.
0: I was! I will tap my comm badge, uh, and say, Lieutenant Thovin, to Commander Riker. Riker. Uh, Commander, we have found auxiliary power, and there are, uh, three Romulans here, but, uh... According to our readings, they dead. <laughs>
2: mm. Weird. Are they all like uh? Are they all like uh, like green and bloody in the face? And you didn't quite know they were Romulans until you turned them over and <laughs> <laughs> could see that they were green and bloody on the face.
0: Oh yes, lots lots of green blood.
2: Okay, that seems normal. Go back to what yeah. you're doing.
0: <laughs> okay, Thelma
4: out. All right, crewman Kyle, what are you up to? Uh,
1: I guess I go over to the uh, what looks like the main system display. I hit it a couple times. See if that brings
4: on more lights. Um, the lights that were flickering are now not flickering anymore.
5: <laughs> like, flickering like they're off or flickering like they're on steadily? <laughs> they're flickering that they're off.
1: Kyle looks around <laughs> <laughs> to see if anybody saw it break. It. And then uh, I try to pop open a panel and uh, and see if I can plug in with my pad or whatever. Sure. Plug in with your
4: pad? When, uh, um, you, b- being an engineer. Ingen- <laughs> he's it, new.
1: <laughs> I don't know. You don't but, have wooden sticks that you shove into things. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm a TOS guy.
4: <laughs> yeah, and, and like Crewman Kyle, it, as y'all are sort of eyeing him, suddenly, like, to, uh, op- you know. Puts a tug in his engineering um, kit that he's carrying, as if it he, makes him like a big man, and then like opens <laughs> it up and starts using. Uh, crewman Kyle, what you notice is that you can pro- that one of the things in your engineering kit can probably independently power that display if you hook it up.
1: Oh, okay. Then I plug it in.
4: All right. Um, it doesn't work. Um, you, <laughs> do, do, do do you want to take a closer look there? <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, I want to I follow the wiring, see if, like, something's blown. Maybe we can, like, splice it together.
4: You notice there's a wire that fell off probably because of the, when you hit it.
9: <laughs>
4: plug
1: that <laughs> wire. I look around again and plug that wire back in. Suddenly so the display lights like, up, whoop,
4: whoop. Um, and uh, you, get, you have full readings from that display. Okay. Uh, I, I read the readings.
5: <laughs> Very good, crewman. Who, who Who's over that display right now? Is it just you, Kyle, or...? I I stepped over once I saw something was actually working.
0: Of course he did, because he's in charge, (laughs) so he would just naturally go over there.
5: Hey, do you want to be beta 2 or beta 3? Because that can happen.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right, what are are you all doing other than staring at the display? Anyone touching buttons or anything?
5: Uh, I'm trying to determine if uh, the display is going to tell us how to reactivate uh, auxiliary power? Can I figure out how to switch the display to English so that we can figure
1: out what on earth what buttons we're pushing before we start pushing buttons? Sure, a good, <laughs> a
4: good idea. All right. So, um, uh, Lieutenant Hag, right now the display is telling you that Franzlappen, displayed in Borshbalg Um ah. but suddenly it tells you that um, that there are three disrupted power nodes um, preventing auxiliary power from working, and that. After you press a flurry of buttons using your vast knowledge of all things gold shirtness, um, you discover that if you open up that really big panel in front of you and reconnect uh, three circuit power nodes, you can probably restore auxiliary power. I got this, you guys. But carry on. I step away in case it
1: explodes in his face. (laughs) I, with as much courage as (laughs) as Kyle can muster, uh, go over and pop off the
5: panel and Start plugging away. from across the room. I have full confidence in you, and so it's a really big
4: panel cover you take off. I mean, it's, it's probably I would say maybe uh, one and a half meters uh, wide, and then a meter tall, and so. But you know, you take it off pretty easily, and it's sort of like a this concave of various circuits and everything. Um, but you know, I'm you, not paying you...
1: attention where I put it, and I, I throw it on the bodies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Green blood squirts out of them. <laughs>
4: when he does that, uh, Tho'Ven, with your, your, your senses, you notice that something does fall out of one of the pockets of the Romulans.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, what is this? I a think clue. <laughs> <laughs> so I go over and pick
4: it up. It's a Klingon disruptor.
0: Well, this doesn't fit.
1: <laughs> as, as I'm trying to plug something in together, I drop it real quick. <laughs>
0: what doesn't fit? <laughs> no, 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 you're good, you're okay, Kyle oh, okay. Um,
5: Kyle, fo- hey, focus, focus
0: Hey, uh, <laughs> hey uh, Captain Captain Haig, uh, check out what I found out
5: I don't quite like that tone, and <laughs> <Dovin. laughs> yes Oh my goodness, it's a Klingon Disruptor
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe somebody should tell Commander Riker
5: I concur
4: Go ahead I'm going to stick with Kyle for a second Kyle, just out of curiosity on your character sheet What are you using right now to fix this?
1: Mm, Terran culture, Earth history... You're, Starfleet regulations. <laughs> Why did you give me Starfleet regulations? Uh, engineering systems, computer systems.
4: I'm going to give you computer systems, so that we can actually have some numberage there. I've got computer systems. Uh, no, it's a two. Um, you let's, let's call this coordination roll, so go ahead and roll two dice for me.
1: Well, I got a five and a one on my danger die, which, if the listeners don't know, means I messed up real bad.
4: <laughs> okay. You uh you successfully connect the first power node, you know, one of three, um, and then right when you do, uh, you see out of the corner of your eye a little bit of movement, but you can't really tell because you're not in a good position. However, um, Lieutenant thoven, you're in a great position to see that... Um, from the corner of the room come down what looks like to be this sort of um, if you didn't know but it almost like a little camera except it has what looks like a little disruptor end at the end of it. And it comes out of the the, the ceiling, scans, you know, moves around, sort of like finds you, and you hear it power up. Well it was fun playing with you guys. <laughs>
0: Get down <laughs>
4: and then you hear <laughs> and a little bit of smoke comes out of it. Uh, I go over
0: to investigate it then, for sure.
5: Sure. It's, it, it looks About three seconds too late, I jump in front of him, No!
4: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I missed it completely. (laughs) What, what, what happened? Okay, um, and I'll go ahead and roll me one more time, Kyle, while they're investigating it. Okay. Three and a one on the danger die. I chose a bad die. So that was a five. Okay. All right. So, um... So when you try to connect that second node, it it doesn't seem to work. Um, You know from your engineering prowess that you you can find another way to do it. Um, So what are you guys, what are you, Thoven and Heg, how are you investigating this thing right now?
5: Oh yeah, we're over by the disruptor cam, or whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Okay,
4: right, who's who's looking at it, anyone?
0: He's the captain, let him do
5: it. (sighs) I'm not a captain. (laughs) I'm looking at it.
4: Okay, um, right when Kyle tries to do his second one, there's a
5: little spark,
4: and it actually causes it to break off, and it falls and hits you on the head.
5: Ow. What did you do? I, I don't know. This thing popped down, and it's it, it seems like some sort of deterrent from restoring systems, but it's fortunately for us not functioning properly. Another roll, Kyle. A four and a one.
1: I can't. Uh, my other dice are too far away. No, there's a d6 in here. Hold on.
4: <laughs> okay. So I failed um, at that one, too. That second one that you're trying for the second time just burned out. Um, and let's see, as you're nursing, uh, it's not a bump or anything, but, you know, a little bit ouch there, Heg. Um Suddenly, you, you you know, you're doing that. And Thoven, you notice, because, of course, your Andorian uh, perception always gives you a little bit of much. You notice there's that that green haze I was talking about in the room? Looks like it's getting a little thicker. Uh, guys, we should, uh, we should hurry this up. I think,
0: uh, it's, I don't know, the, the room is feeling a little more ominous than it was a few minutes ago.
5: I, uh, tap my comm badge and contact, uh, Commander Riker. Hague to Commander Riker. Riker here. Uh, we're in the process of restoring power, but the environmental systems are getting more and more compromised in this room, and we found a Klingon disruptor on our bodies of Romulans. And, uh,
4: Commander Riker and Lieutenant Commander Flipper. During this interim period, they've managed to get main power restored. Um, so, <laughs> well, thank God for that. Well, I, no, no, no. <laughs> you, I'm just telling Commander Riker and Flipper that. So, so go
2: ahead. Well, the uh, the Klingon disruptor. Did it say playmates on it, or uh, <laughs> did it look uh did it look more real?
5: No, no. It 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 didn't say anything like that on it. No, it's 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 definitely a Klingon disruptor.
2: Okay. All right. Well, ignore what I just said. Um, well, okay. Since we, uh, we just got the main power back on, your uh, the atmosphere should be uh, regulated back to norm in just a couple of seconds. So if you uh, stop pansing out for a second, it, uh, it'll be all right.
5: All right. Th- thank-, thank you, Commander.
2: And also, <laughs> I said, uh, check in every 15 minutes, not 30 seconds. Try to handle things <laughs> on your own.
5: <laughs> Aye, sir.
2: So is this what it's
1: like to be on an away mission? This sucks.
5: Cow, just, just, just try to fix the panel, please. Oh, okay. And I'm not rubbing my head because it hurts. It's it hurts for another reason. <laughs> <laughs>
0: facepalm.
5: <laughs> hey, the best captain's facepalm. Okay. <laughs> okay.
4: Uh, back in the engineering section, Flipper and Um, you notice, uh, you know, after you told the beta team that you had main power restored. Uh, you, you you have like a little like blippy thing. You, you have internal sensors somewhat working, not really. I mean, you can tell where they are in the auxiliary power. And they still seem to be trying to restore auxiliary power, even though you just told them my main power was restored. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Commander Riker, do you need a follow up to that at all? <laughs>
2: uh, you know what? I really want this to be a learning experience <laughs> for Haig So I really want him to figure this out on his own. <laughs> okay.
5: Wait, how far is uh, Kyle to yeah. restoring no auxiliary I power? I have new dice.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is this entire this entire adventure is now hinging <laughs> on Kyle being able to restore power here, <laughs> being the able to not low Wait, low wait, one. wait, wait, Kyle. Wait,
5: they just said they restored main power, didn't they? they t- I think. Oh man, my head is really hurting because I'm not thinking straight. I think we're good. Let's. uh... Let's uh, let's go. Don't check out. Let's search these bodies.
1: No, no. I really think we should keep plugging these in.
5: No, you know, I think, <laughs> I, think I think, I think we're good. You've you've done enough.
1: I really think that we should plug this in. <laughs> let's
0: you know, give him one more. Let's
5: give him one more chance. Oh, okay, okay, Just okay. Let Kyle, me plug Kyle, this pl- in. Let yeah, me plug hey. it in.
4: As this argument is going on, um, the the smoke is getting even thicker. Two fives. Uh, okay, so your secondary, de- your second connection was successful.
5: Yay. The, Thovin, it's di- didn't didn't Commander Riker say this was supposed to clear up in like ten seconds? The amount of time I took to call him <laughs> repeatedly.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I agree with you. It, it, the situation hasn't been resolved. Uh, he sounded kind of grumpy last time we talked to him, though. I don't think we should contact him yeah, again. Yeah,
5: I mean, <laughs> normally I would just call him up and say like, "Hey, it's not working." But yeah, I'm with you.
4: Dovin, I... give me a dice roll. Right now. <laughs> uh, uh, Any okay, dice? Okay, how many dice? Just one. How many dice? Just one. Six! Um, you hear what sounds like the door closing right now. Oh,
9: son of
0: uh, a... So I t- turn around to look at the door. Like,
4: uh, like you know, not, not like a regular door, but like, you know, <laughs> when, when, you, uh, you know when you sort of... Uh,
0: Close the blast doors?
4: Yeah. You hear like sort of that starting to engage.
0: Uh, okay, so I turn around quickly and say, guys, we've got to get out of here.
5: Right, where are we in relation to the door that is closing? It's
4: the same not door. You- next to it. Yeah, and it's basically, there's, it sounds like, I mean, well, Thovin will hear, it's basically coming from where the door was. Like, it's like, almost like there's a
5: secondary door about to come down. Are we, like, sprinting distance to the door? You you tell me. It sounds like you're just standing
4: still right now. This is, if
5: well, I'm, this is I'm not I'm, me saying this out loud. It's asking my GM a, where I, I am. control panel, there's not. <laughs> oh, yeah, I grab the back of, uh. Child's shirt collar and I'm pulling and I pull him as we start running to the door Obviously, and dive underneath by, it. Uh,
0: unencumbered by Kyle I sprint ahead and <laughs> I'm at least ten feet ahead of these That's people so I
5: definitely... I'm preparing to barrel roll under the door <laughs> as it's coming down. Do you throw me under the door then? <laughs> I drag you behind me as I roll under That's the door.
4: Uh, uh, Hank, give me your barrel roll. Roll. Oh gosh. Uh,
5: Fitness? Sure.
4: I would go with athletics,
5: but yeah, yeah. Uh, It's athletics. Well, fitness is higher, so I'm going to go with fitness. (laughs) I got a
4: six on my drama die. Um, As you barrel roll successfully under the door, you hear this thing in the back of your mind—something you remember from your youth, this game you played—but it's gone in a second. Uh, you, you at this point, um, you you get a sort of a irritated hail from Commander Riker to return back to engineering.
5: But we all made it through the door. I'm just saying.
0: <laughs> did you? Thank no, you. Yeah, you did. Thank
5: you, sir, Mister Mister Hagg, sir. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's regroup. That was a uh, that was a death trap in there. Gosh, who let us in there? <laughs> and we uh, walked to main engineering. All right.
4: As you're walking to main engineering, um. You you all don't really know, I suppose Commander Flipper that well, so it's hard to know what a dolphin laughing looks or sounds like <laughs> when she sees you walk in. Uh, <laughs> but she suddenly stops when she sees you and then like pretends to be working at a display which clearly does not have any power at it. <laughs> <laughs> then you all hear...
7: Enterprise to away team. Riker here. Commander, we've received a distress call from the Klingon battleship Korath. They have been attacked by forces loyal to the Duros family and require immediate medical assistance for their wounded. What's your current status?
2: Well, we've investigated uh, certain aspects of the ship. We found three dead Romulans, like you do. Uh, they seem to have a. Um, a Klingon disruptor, conveniently just across the body. It was kind of weird, but it's uh, it was it was completely real, not a playmates edition whatsoever. Uh, the uh, the bay was uh, filling with uh, green smoke, and uh, I don't know. Uh, they they felt the need to run out of there for some reason. I, uh, they couldn't <laughs> just stick it out, uh, but we'll uh, we'll deal with that later. And uh, we. Um, uh, it seems uh, commander flipper and i have discovered a sealed cargo section uh sensors can't detect what's going on in that section uh but there's some strange energy readings and we you know, we're trying to figure out what would be so important or secret on a science vessel and uh also uh while the uh while the three crewmen were uh were uh, screwing around commander flipper and i uh found out the we f- discovered the ship's logs uh but they're a little little too simplistic too simplistic and uh, we're wondering if there's a uh, secondary computer core in in the uh, in the sealed compartment so we're going to try to have those guys access that
7: we need to find out why that ship was there well we need those logs however if you think it's too dangerous for the waiting to remain on the Romulan ship
2: no 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 need for a beam out we're finally having some luck getting those systems up and running we should uh, be able to access to, we should be able to gain access to the logs in just a few hours
7: very well we we'll return to these call no later than six hours. Enterprise out.
2: All right, gentlemen, don't make me a liar. Let's get this done.
7: <laughs> yes, sir.
4: Commander Riker gives you all, you know, as he signals off from Captain Picard, kind of gives a sort of a triumphant uh, sort of nod to himself. And then uh, he looks at Commander Flipper, gives another triumphant nod. Then he looks at you three and kind of gives a slow sigh. (sighs) Okay.
2: The logs are encrypted. We all knew this was going to happen, but we have to find a way to break through. I think we can attempt a bypass by creating a backdoor through the highest ranking officer's personal logs. A little trick I learned at the academy. Don't ask.
5: I'm picturing, uh, does Rekker have his foot up on something at this point while he's discussing?
0: Oh, wait, he has his foot up on Commander Flipper's hamster ball. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, Commander Flipper, Thoven, you can help me with that. The rest of you need to investigate the cargo bay.
5: Aye, sir. I give a look at Thoven, going, please don't go, don't leave me with him.
0: <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Thank
5: you.
2: Kyle Higg. We're detecting some unusual energy readings in that cargo bay. Figure out the source when
5: you can. I think the source would be that green gas that, yeah, that was filling it. That's my guess.
2: Uh, is that what you're giving me, your
5: guess? <laughs> no, sir. We'll investigate further.
4: All right. So, uh, <laughs> Commander Riker, you know, leads your party as, like, a real leader would. Um, I'm never and... getting promoted again. That's just, that's just. <laughs>
5: This is the end of the line.
4: (laughs) Uh, You all go through a couple compartments, but you finally reach what this uh, mysterious sealed department door is. Um, It looks like there's an access panel to the right.
1: All right, I I pull up my tricorder, because I've got a specialization in tricorder, and scan it (laughs) to see how to get it open.
4: All right, come give me one dice roll. Four. All right, you got this. You're feeling like, you know what? I remember this from um, enlisted training, uh, engineering school, um, and y- you are pretty sure that you can open the sealed door pretty easily. Excellent.
1: I opened the door. <laughs> <No, my laughs> I already opened
4: the door. So uh, uh, it, are you, are you going to attempt to, to go open to this, uh, to work this panel?
1: Yeah, I'm definitely going to do it. The commander's not uh- telling me not to.
4: All right, go ahead and give me a dice roll using your uh, computer skills again. All right. Seven. Seven? All right, well, what was your highest roll? Uh, five. Unless yes. you have some dice I need to look at. Um, you got a
5: seven on a d6. Why can't I you believe that? <laughs> I got a two and
4: a five. I figured I'd I'm, add I'm them I'm together. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All all right. five on the uh, danger die, though. Okay. Danger you... die. All right, all the other people you hear a... Kyle, you've successfully unlocked the first portion of the door. Oh, it
5: sounded like a grenade was arming. I was really worried there for a moment. And then he (laughs) explodes in a puff
1: of green smoke.
4: (laughs) It raises about, um, I would say, maybe 20 centimeters off the floor. That is
1: not going to be enough. (laughs) It's not? Oh, okay. I don't know, centimeters. It's like, eh, I could squeeze under there. 30 centimeters is a foot. Oh, okay. I can't squeeze under there.
5: (laughs) (laughs) It's metric.
1: (laughs) Well, I'll try to get through the second
4: one. Uh, two and a four. The party hears this, and the door opens about a foot this time. All right, let's see if I can
1: get it up higher so we don't have to do that rolly thing again.
4: I got a four
5: and a four. Two four. All right, that door opens up like no one's business. See, I can't do it, he says to himself quietly. I'm just standing in the back quiet now. I'm just, I'm just muttering to myself, I'm never getting promoted again.
4: Commander Riker boldly goes through the door, uh, uh, having... um, Where no man has gone
5: before. (laughs) But technically.
4: uh, in in, uh, Heg and Kyle follow him. Flipper uh, is is sort of guiding Thovin um, to the computer core. And so uh, basically, as y'all are walking down the corridor, you see that the uh, computer core is to the left. Um, And so uh, Flipper sort of veers that way. I assume you were following Thovin.
6: Yeah, heading that way. So, all right, I totally lost my train of thought.
4: So the the room you're in, um, it's it's pretty bare. It, it almost looks like I don't know if you're familiar with um, some of the the sketches Utopia Planitia is working on, but it, it, there's this kind of new model of ship. Um, but the, the engineering section is sort of smaller than, or, or or sort of more like a 360 than the Enterprise D. Um, and it's kind of looks like that sort of new warp core design um where this sort of uh instead of the your traditional galaxy class advance you know uh sort of rippled for its warp core pleasure design instead it sort of looks like there's this uh organic blue material going through the middle of the computer core so Oh, well, so it 's not fluorescent powered no 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 there, there's sort of a ring around it i mean just uh you know just sort of i guess for aesthetic purposes it's green of course um And, and, but there's sort of a, a, it looks like a little small control panel, you know, in sort of the the middle of it. And um, I don't know if if Flipper or or Thovin, if again, y'all are using your palm beacons to to look around, if y'all are just boldly walking in, I'll I'll let you all tell me.
6: What do you make of these readings?
0: I, well, you know, I, I don't know. I think we should go up to this panel here and see what we can discover.
6: All right, let's do that.
4: All right, f- uh, I'm gonna roll for you, Flipper, Let me- oh, because
0: you don't have an opposable thumb. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I need
6: I need certain accommodations.
4: Um, as you as you're you're rolling or or moving or hovering, whatever you do, Flipper, um, you uh hover, flip, roll over a Romulan body.
6: <laughs> oh my god! Okay.
0: Relax. It's okay. Is he is he filled with green blood? Commander Riker told me if there's green blood, it's a Romulan.
6: Okay, green blood, check. Yeah, we got that. Are, are we supposed to do anything with it? Uh,
0: I, I don't know. Do you see anything weird about it?
6: Uh, well, I mean, it's a Romulan. It's kind of mysterious and unknown, right? I mean...
4: And you all notice that now, there's, two, there's actually two bodies right next to it, making it three dead Romulans in that room.
6: Uh, okay, I'm suddenly feeling really uncomfortable with all these dead bodies. Just, like... I, I, they they smell bad. They smell worse than the fish that I eat, and this just isn't cool. And
0: let's, let's 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 ignore the dead bodies and focus on the task at hand.
6: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Any luck accessing the logs?
4: Okay. Um, who's gonna and I'll, uh, I'll roll if you want me to, Flipper. So who is it, Commander Flipper? Or are you are you um, mentoring your young your lieutenant, your young lieutenant, to do it for you?
6: Uh, I, I want I want my uh, young lieutenant to do things for me because I need certain accommodations on away missions. just when I'm in citation ops, you know it's easy. My job is totally it's total cake. I mean I just am a dolphin. I intrinsically know navigation. I do my job in no time flat. but when I'm on this kind of stuff, it's a little more difficult to do things for obvious reason.
4: All right, Thoven looks like it's up to you. Okay. So I
0: attempt to access the, uh, the the panel.
4: And out of curiosity, what are you using to do this?
0: Presumably my computer skill.
4: So uh, yeah, you're rolling the you're rolling um, three dice because it's your coordination you have a 2 and you have a plus 1 dexterity so that's 3. So roll three dice for me please.
0: Three regular or oh, do yeah. I
4: include it's, it's one unleaded. Re- one drama two regular. <laughs> one okay.
0: All right. Uh, I got a six a six total. And one, my, and my drama dice was a one.
4: All right. So what's your what's your highest what's your highest roll? It was a four. Four. All right. So plus was seven. because because I'm adding your three computer. So that's seven is your highest one, and you got a one. Okay. All right. Um, when when you access when you access the logs, you can see um, that almost all the communications from that ship the communication logs and programs instantly pop up and you have full access to everything that this Romulan ship has been doing for the past week. Um, and then right when you press the next button, suddenly they all delete instantly, except for one file.
0: Okay, there's only one file that has been accessible from this console the whole time. We should check out what that is. What, uh...
6: <laughs> check it out. Have you been reading this? Check this out. It's a love letter from the commander to his mistress. <laughs>
4: and, and as you're talking You notice that the file is degrading Quicker and quicker,
6: and right, quicker let's, let's open the file and, and see what's inside
4: of it As quick as possible
6: Quick, download it to your tricorder before we lose it
4: Yes, absolutely, we're downloading, downloading the file That's not all right now All right. Uh, since you waited so long, it's now no longer capable of video It's now an audio-only communication but you, Way to
6: go, Chum. But
4: you. <laughs> Who would listen
5: to something if it was only audio? That's just terrible
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> i'd hate to do a podcast network based on that um <laughs> and uh so it successfully downloads to your tricorder um i don't know if you want to play it or you just want to store it yeah for... of course
0: let's we pl- we, we play Heat it immediately
4: sake. all right you do it um it's very scratchy but uh you managed to, to play it and it sounds like
1: This is urgent. We need those weapon shipments as soon as possible. Supplies are needed now at the front lines to ensure victory.
8: Maybe if you won more victories against Gauron, you (laughs) wouldn't need to resupply so soon. We already sent a cache of photon torpedoes and disruptor assemblies five days ago.
1: Considering the small investment of a few disruptors and plasma grenades to the cause of reclaiming the Empire for the rightful heir of the Duras family... There are great rewards coming to you, and your allies.
8: I have my own commander to answer to, Lursa. Your promises mean nothing to me. However, we do have a small shipment we can send out quickly. But if you cannot guarantee victory, we may be forced to look elsewhere. We know other houses with equally strong claims to the chancellorship of the Empire.
0: You know, I don't want to speak for you, Commander Flipper, but I will say, Whoa!
6: Dude. Yeah, so what do you know about Romulans, Thelven?
0: Uh, well, that they are, they are worthy adversaries, that they are cunning and smart, uh, but a little deceptive most of the time.
6: Yeah, 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 but, but what do you think about them?
0: You know, I've always thought that green is an inferior color to blue, and that's all you need to know.
6: He's so biased.
0: Eh. Kind of racist.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Gene would not approve.
1: <laughs> Unless that's the
4: moral of the story
5: we're trying to tell. Are you going to learn a lesson by the end there, though? Well, exactly. <laughs> they
4: are blue on one side of their face.
6: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, if you've got that kind of a view of Romulans, I kind of wonder what you think of dolphins.
5: Oh, hey. Oh, hey, that's,
0: we're, we're, that's all, we're, we're all blue on the inside. That's, that's, not, even, that's not even true. That <laughs> no, that's an Andorian true. <laughs>
4: Andorian would say that.
6: <laughs> yeah, this is this is incredibly speciesist, and I'm suddenly not entirely uh, thinking of you favorably. It's that I, I kind of want to just get the hell out of here at this point. This whole scene is creeping me out. And I, I have a feeling the Romulans are completely up to this. And you know that guy who just appears on the Enterprise sometimes and wreaks havoc and causes a lot of trouble for Captain Picard? Oh, gosh. What's his name? Barkley? No, 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 not that dude. No, no, the one who's omnipotent.
0: Um.
6: If it's, it's like R?
0: Barkley was omnipotent, wrong. Uh, wait, hang on, hang on. I got this. Q.
6: You do know who he is! <laughs> wow, I'm impressed, dude. Yeah, I wish he could just snap his finger and get us the heck out of here, because I hear he is amazing.
0: <laughs> we, uh, we, we yeah, we, we had a big adventure with him not too long ago that we, uh, that we
4: called... All right, and the camera pans as (laughs) Steven struggles to remember. Um, And so we go to uh, Riker, uh, Heg and Kyle. Uh, So you're walking into this sort of looks like a second, you know, the the the, a cargo bay. It it doesn't look like a a Starfleet one, but for lack of a better word, we'll say it looks like a Starfleet one. Um, But so it has the doors, um, and you know they're closed, obviously. Um, As you walk up, they fail to open. Yes, inside um uh, this is the Commander Riker as as you've been walking and um he has been struggling about which person he needs wants to talk to. Um and so he sort of decided to just kind of talk to himself in 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 an airy commanding way explaining about the uh <laughs> Strange energy readings that they're detecting inside this cargo vessel, or in cargo bay in front of you, and that it may have the uh, answer of maybe why the ship was damaged in the first place. Um, and he kind of rhetorically asked that it would help if somebody opened the door in front of him.
1: Yes, sir. <laughs> Kyle runs up and uh... give me a roll. He just he decides.
4: <laughs> go ahead and roll roll your computer and go ahead. He just
1: loves opening things.
4: A uh, six and a three. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know how familiar any of you three are with Romulan uh, noises uh, and beeps. Um, <laughs> but, but you hear, a sort of a, an alarm sound. Um, Commander Riker, you know from your many years of service, um, that it, this usually indicates, um, a distress signal of some sort.
5: What what did you activate, Kyle? I've I've tried to open this door. I don't I don't know. Well, it doesn't sound like a door chime. Let me close. Try to
1: close the door.
5: <laughs> the door hasn't even opened. It's I just know, the alarm. Well, let me try
1: to undo me trying to open the door. Uh, quiet,
4: quiet, quiet. <laughs> and there's was... an overload in the ship's systems. Um, C- Commander Riker goes to the side, checks the displays, and he can tell that an automated distress call has just been sent out from the ship.
2: We're looking at a total ship destruct in two minutes. Stop what you're doing and head to the escape pod on deck 10, section three.
5: I, third.
6: You don't have to tell me twice.
5: <laughs> All right. Assuming he said that over the channel so everyone heard, including those not in the room.
4: Uh, I'll assume so. Unless he's choosing favorites, um, that would explain <laughs> this would explain why I have the ability athletics running <laughs> uh, yeah, this is also the doctor who role playing game. Um, you all are running down the hallway um, We're holding and, hands
5: then some of us are rolling
4: <laughs> um, and you reach the uh, the the, the you sort of hearing display uh, or you're hearing the distress signals as you run. Um, there, there, as you walk by certain corridors and certain consoles, they start sparking and exploding. Um, you turn left, switch the direction, and you swear you hear the sound of like rocks falling behind you. Um, oh, and you keep on walking, and you reach where the escape pods are on the ship. Commander Riker, please
1: don't but, say or are supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, commander Riker arrives there first, being a fit uh, commander who's not quite that seasoned. Um, well,
5: I mean, he's the one who gave the order. He was already running by the time he started saying, <laughs> all "You all know, better and, sure
4: running. and he was in no way trying to avoid you all by running. Um, and so, but anyway, so he re- he gets there first, um, pumps a, or you know, p- plays the displays on the escape pod, and lo- a, a crestfallen look comes upon his face, and then he looks at you all and says. There's only room for three.
2: Oven, Flipper, Haig, get in. Kyle, you're with me. Yeah, yeah, what? Gentlemen, (laughs) gentlemen, don't argue with me. Get in.
4: That's an order. Yeah, please,
2: don't argue with him.
4: (laughs) Uh, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. All right, so... um, uh, Riker presses the, the, the display. The, the the hatch opens in the escape pod. Um, uh, Hag and Thoven probably comically both try to walk in at the same time, um, <laughs> bonking our heads. Together. <laughs> yeah. Um. And, and and I probably some argument about who outranks who when escaping. Um. But but you all get into the escape pod. Uh. Flipper rolls, flo- you know floats whatever into the escape pod. Um. Riker. Press another display. The hatch closes. There's a little window for you all to see. Um, oh, you know each other. I, you know, um, I'm sure if Flipper was not in her con- encounter suit, her fin would go against the glass. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you just hear a thunk against Ship. the glass. Um, Out of danger. <laughs> um, uh, Commander Riker. Uh, you know, uh, he he attempts to to shoot the escape pod, but um, it, it, the display. Oh, wait, what? He, but the display actually. Well, you know, to, to, to send it. i got a phaser. It. To, to, oh, okay. to send it off. Um, and but the display, the the, the automatic display actually uh, short circuits, um, <laughs> meaning that it has to be set on manual. Um, and so he looks at Kyle and instructs crewman Kyle to manually uh, fire the escape pod. Uh, I've got it. All right, all right, go ahead and roll for, for me, Chrome and Kyle. Oh, God. And you hear, and, and, and I don't know if any you all know Romulan numbers, but you hear Kochi,
5: Klachar, Klachan, <laughs> Klinchin, Chin,
4: Klakong.
5: Um, while they're doing that, can I try to contact the Enterprise for a beam out for them?
4: Um, you can try. Um, I'm sure that theta radiation from the ship will not prevent anything right now. Um, I uh, go, go ahead, Crum and Kyle, and, and, and give me that roll to see if you're able to to open this panel and uh, open the no. panel and manually. Get the. I got a <laughs> six and a one. Okay.
1: All right. So what happens? Guess if... which one was which. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: So what happens is um, you open the panel. Um, you, you get the manual uh, sequence to work. Um, you, your finger hovers over the button as a, as a, as a bead of sweat comes down your, your face. Um, you're not sure whether when you press that button it will fire the escape pod or blow up the escape pod. <laughs> but as, as your finger gets ready to press the button, the camera, of course there's a camera right now, Sort of yeah. pans off of your 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 worried, sweating brow, zooms out, and then kind of goes to Commander Riker, and kind of sweeps in <laughs> as he looks at you, and then he, he kind of takes the moment, and you, and you just get this moment of of where um, it just goes, Mister Kyle, execute. And so that's when the, the screen goes black and – no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> to,
0: be co- to be continued in our 200th episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like – I didn't um, sign
4: up
5: for two episodes, you guys.
4: <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, Crewman and Kyle know if you really be doing negotiations. Um,
5: Let's just uh, say Krum and Kyle or Will Riker, who will make it back?
4: <laughs> <laughs> so you press the button, Crewman and Kyle. And your worry um, actually is accurate because nothing happens. Um, and, and it actually. Like most things in your life. It, it just sort of like <laughs> sparks and nothing happens in the firing sequence. And you see, you see the Romulan like three, two, and then you hear.
7: Waiting, this is Captain Picard. We're detecting an energy buildup on the Romulan vessel. Maintain your positions and prepared for an emergency beam out. Mr. O'Brien, energize.
4: Uh, you all appear uh, in the transporter room, and so about you know Are the three of us all hunched
5: together as if we were in, a, <laughs> in an escape pod,
4: as bonding as only escape pod people can. Yes, Kyle throws up. <laughs> Chief O'Brien mutters, "Not a gun." Um, and so about you know so time passes and we go to. Heg and Thovin's quarters, where it's just the two of you, of course.
0: So, what? no, what I was trying to tell you is they, I mean, they gave you command of the mission, but it doesn't mean you're in charge of me. Do you no, understand I, how okay. that works? I, no, I, I, get it. Know. I get it. Right. I get it. I'm right. sorry.
5: I overstepped a little bit. Yeah, I, a little I, bit. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Yeah, hey. a little bit. Hey, you know, okay, well, what, what was... Enter. Come I'm
4: in. Um, as, as you yell, come in, you see your commanding officer, Lieutenant Commander Flipper, walk in. Hey, guys!
0: What's going on? Hey, c- Commander, what's going well, How are you?
6: Uh, I'm alright, I'm alright. I just wanted to stop by and and say that, you know, all things considered, you, you did pretty good, you know? Like, because of what you did, uh, Captain Picard, he, he's been able to uh, get the Enterprise to Starbase 234 to see the Fleet Admiral... And uh, they got a plan. They're going to start the Romulan supply to the Duras family. And so mission succeeded. And, you know, despite the whole species thing, you know, like, I think we're going to do all right.
5: You have to open a look like what? (laughs) I'll
0: I'll tell you later.
6: (laughs) So, yeah, you know, I I think this is going to be cool. And I wanted to just extend an invitation, you know, to do the Precy Squares tournament, uh, Port Starboard. It's going to be a 1900, and I, I think you ought to come join us.
0: Uh, just, I mean, um, how does uh, does that work? Uh, never mind. It's, well, I'll figure it well,
6: out. Well, I'll show you later. It's cool. <laughs> I got special stuff for this, man.
5: <laughs> it's like a giant mech suit.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I, but you would not believe what Vince can do, man.
5: Hey, port side rules, okay? Port side rules. Come on, guys.
4: And, and with that, the trio sort of share a chuckle and walk <laughs> out of their quarters in the hallway <laughs> uh, uh, as the credits roll. Well, playing EG, TNG, RPG is not the only thing we've been doing on the network this week. Here's a look at, at what you may have missed elsewhere here on Trek.FM previously on trek.fm standard orbit
7: and i'm just like wait a second wait no they wouldn't do that would they do that no they wouldn't do that
1: and then like they they did the whole scene again and i
9: was like what ah
0: earl gray Really, she's following the Hasperat, I think is really what it is. <laughs> Come for
5: the revolution, stay for the Hasbro. It's got to be fresh hasperat. None of that replicated.
4: <laughs> like Daniel's, like at the end, watching the end of this episode, like tears are coming down the face. It's like, no, it's the Hasbrod. It's so spicy. It's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the orb.
8: Also, the original title of this episode was "A Matter of Breeding," which, when we talk about things feeling TNG-ish, that could have been a Riker episode.
3: <laughs> the Ready Room It's about people And feelings And emotions It's about philosophy It's about the future It's about hope It's about glory It's about intellectual promise That's what Axnar is about It is not a story about Pew 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 I promise you that To the journey <laughs> There's
2: flamethrowers and cannibalism And yet he's saying It's a big <laughs> snore Warp 5
3: it kind of like is akin to um, when fans saw the Galaxy class in The Next Generation for the very first time, and you had a basically a crew and civilian complement of what, over a thousand people. About two thirds of that complement were civilians and their families. So you d- actually did have teachers and scholars and scientists and their extended families on board.
8: Commentary Trek Stars. But you would never pick up on that. Based on the way that it plays out, aside from the fact that they explicitly tell you in the dialogue, you know? The 602 Club.
5: I mean, it's it's really, it's about growth. It's about taking a character that has problems and flaws and
1: becoming a better person. You can say that about lots of movies.
8: Literary Treks. Deep Space Nine, among all the Star Trek series, is the one that really... Over time, and I'm talking about now on the television series, not just in the books, changed the most.
2: Axinar, the official podcast.
3: It is the spirit of TOS that matters that's being captured, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the aesthetic. The aesthetic was 1966 to 1969. That had its moment. It had its time. And there's a certain amount of charm still to that. But it doesn't allow you to push the narrative forward because that type of aesthetic holds creativity back in my opinion
2: women at warp
9: i like the episode i don't love the riker <laughs> i don't love the Riker. <laughs> the riker of it all i'm sorry is there is there an enterprise lady a regular enterprise lady that riker does not bone
2: and that's what else is happening on trek.fm
0: so check out these shows to get in on the daily trek talk you'll find them in itunes stitcher TuneIn, the windows podcast directory for xbox and zoom Visit the Trek.fm website for the full Trek experience. You can view our podcast directory to stream the audio from all of our shows. If you would like to contact us, just go to trek.fm slash contact. From there, choose Message to a Trek.fm Show and select Earl Grey. These messages will be relayed by Starfleet to the three of us. In social media, you'll find us on facebook.com slash trek.fm or join our Facebook listener discussion group called The Babel Conference. Find it by searching The Babel Conference on Facebook. Now let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor this week, Audible.com. Audible is a great way for you to read all the books you've always wanted to read but never thought you'd have time for. This is the premier source for audiobooks with more than 150,000 titles to choose from and new titles coming every week. From classics to current bestsellers and even some of the most famous Star Trek books like Prime Directive, Federation, and Spock's World, Audible has something for everyone. Now, as a Trek FM listener, you can get a free audiobook of your choice along with a 30-day trial to see just how great Audible is. So give it a try today. Catch up on all those classic Star Trek books you've yet to read. Just go to audibletrial.com/trekfm and sign up today. Again, that's audibletrial.com/trekfm and we thank Audible for supporting Earl Grey and Trek FM. There's one more way you can directly help us to keep Earl Grey coming to you each and every week, and that's through becoming a patron of Trek FM. By visiting patreon.com slash trek.fm, you can choose among various pledge levels and receive rewards for becoming a Trek.fm patron. These rewards let you inside the Observation Lounge of our network and make it possible for us to distribute all our great content. So please become a patron and visit patreon.com slash trek.fm today.
4: I want to thank all the Trek.fm hosts who lent their voices to today's episode. Colin Higgins of Trek News and Views and Melodic Treks, Andy Vander of Women at Warp, and Mike Schindler of Standard Orbit and Commentary Trek Stars. And I especially want to thank those live playing with us tonight. Listeners may have recognized the other host of Standard Orbit, Drew Stewart, playing Crewman Kyle. Now, Drew, when you're not um talking bad about Commander LaForge, <laughs> where can people find you?
1: They can find me talking about Crewman uh, Kyle's great-great-grandfather, Crewman, uh, or... Uh, Commander Kyle, uh, on Standard Orbit, uh, also here on Trek FM, where we talk about TOS and the JJ movies and the other movies and, uh, you know, everything that we can about Kirk, Spock, and McCoy. Awesome.
4: Also, from To The Journey, to to the the journey. journey. we have co-hosts Tristan Riddell and Charlene Schmidt, as respectively... Commander William T. Riker and Lieutenant Commander Flipper. Tristan, when you're not regretting Captain Picard's promotion choices, where can people find you? Well, as you stated earlier, we, you can find Char and I at To The Journey, uh,
2: where we talk all things Star Trek Voyager. And you can also find me on my other podcast, The Nerd Party, where we talk all things geek and nerdy, as well as on Twitter at The
4: Insane Robin. All right, and Shar, when you're not um, smog- i mean, um, when you're not uh, having fun, <laughs> hanging
5: with stoners in your <laughs>
4: hamster wheel, where can uh, where can people find you?
5: <laughs> well, aside from being with Tristan on to the journey, you can find me on Twitter, and my handle is oh the profanity.
4: And finally, to my fellow Earl Grey co-hosts, after a hundred episodes, Daniel, when you're not. Um, practicing being in charge of your roommate, where can people find you?
0: You know, Philip, as a quick aside, I don't want to say you're going to get fired from the network, but you did not thank Christopher Jones for appearing on Oh, PC. you're right, I did not And that's awkward, but no, I'll tell you <laughs> People can find me, obviously, here on Royal every week, but they can also find me on Twitter uh, and my handle there is at uh, 1updan, and that is the number one, not the word
4: all right. And Darren, um, when you're not uh, having your last promotion ceremony ever that you'll ever have in your career, where can people find you?
5: Well, yes, obviously they can hear me talk all things Star Trek The Next Generation here on Earl Grey. But if they want to talk about, you know, the vastly underrated promotion schedule on the Enterprise, <laughs> they can find me <laughs> on Twitter under username Dr. SciFi. That's D R S C I F I. All right, and as Daniel well noted, that was Christopher Jones, creator and
4: executive admiral He's of an Everywhere award, playing, of course, <laughs> lieutenant commander, Jordi Libero role. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying what Chris was wearing when he was recording that, but it was on the other side of the room in Bosom Buddies. And um, <laughs> as for me, uh, and if you want to risk your life and limb in my next RPG, you can find me um, on Twitter. That's NC, public servant. That's NC for not thanking Chris, apparently. (laughs) All right. Well, guys, it's been a great 100. And now the series is over and done. I think... um, Yeah, it's been good. I think... uh, I think I should have done this a long time ago.
5: (laughs) You are always (laughs) welcome.
4: (laughs) Well, sometimes. Sometimes. So, uh, five-card stud. Nothing wild. And the sky's the limit. Make it so.
5: Live long and prosper.
4: Engage.
7: Hi guys, it's Colin. Congratulations on getting to 100 episodes. That's absolutely phenomenal. It doesn't seem that long ago since you guys started on the network. How time flies when you're having fun. Which you certainly do on the podcast Which is I reckon one of the reasons for its success Is because you're genuinely having fun And that comes across in the podcast So um, congratulations on getting to 100 Ace to the next 100 As long as none of you kill each other Because you know That can happen
9: You never know